there's one Arby's right now. Currently, it's in uh, Times Square, and they were supposed to build one about two blocks away from here, but funding fell through, and they're not make they're not building it. Anymore. Funding fell fell through. I would figure that Arby's would be a huge hit in New York. With how like I would assume that a lot of people were. This is not even insult, but because of how fast life moves in New York, that a lot of people, especially in the city, just pick up fast food a lot of times because it's just easier. Well, un- until recently, uh, well, okay, we we didn't have a Sonic for a while. Sonic, yeah, came, you could easily do without a I Sonic. Guess about- Especially because whenever you go to a Sonic, it takes about ten years to get any service. You are listening to Trophy Horse with your host, Tricky Mick. Alex, I yield to no one. Steve. And Sid. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Show for Yours. This is episode 451. I'm your host, Jacob Mick. Alongside with me, the man, the myth, the legend, it's Alex. We survived. 450. Now on to the next accomplishment. 500. It's just like trophy hunting. All right, I got this out of the way. What's next? All right, he brings you awesome every week. It's I Yield to No One. Whew, what an episode. It was, it was that good for you, too, huh? Yeah, it was. Not that I want to tap myself on the back or anything, but I did get it out on time. That is an accomplishment. <laughs> you mean you tout yourself for what you should do? Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to pat my back. My, I don't want to pat myself on the back. But not only did I get the uh, audio version out, I got the video version on YouTube on time as well. Well, thank you, Tricky, for putting in that hard work. <laughs> uh, let's do our updated trophy count I am level 597 with a total trophy count of 13,279 and a plaque count of 244 it's weird saying 579 Alex well now it just makes you seem far more important than the rest of us with uh, your expanded trophy count I still I still don't understand the point of this but you know maybe it'll become clear in the future I am level 438 total trophy count of 7071 and a platinum count of 107 and 106 games. Yield. Currently residing at level 432 with a trophy count of 6825 and a platinum count of 112. And Sid is level 509 with a total trophies of 9,927 with 171 platinums. All right, so let's get into what we're playing, but I'm going to go to Alex first, but Alex, I have a question for you. What's that question, sir? Why the hell are you not playing Crash Bandicoot 4? Well, as I've explained, I have owned Mario Odyssey for years now and never played it, so I ended up buying the 3D All-Stars collection. I figured, you know what, before I crack these open, I'll go and play a Mario game I've never played before. So I've beaten Mario Odyssey, but I'm going back through a lot of the kingdoms and getting as many moons as I can. And also, buying the Rocket Pass, a lot of my attention video gaming goes towards Rocket League, especially with the presumed Halloween event that we'll get here, hopefully within the coming days, within the next week, because Halloween's, you know, less than two weeks away. So I really wanted to focus on the Rocket Pass and Rocket League, and I also, because I want to climb, I'm on on Tier 55 now, but I want to climb as high as I can to get as many rewards as I can, and just playing through Mario Odyssey on the side to, to collect moons. So I wanted to focus on those, and of course the Pokemon DLC comes out on the 22nd, 
uh, for Sword and Shield, the next one. So that's just kind of where I wanted my focus to be as opposed to Crash Bandicoot. Because I know if I get Crash Bandicoot with, it seems, you know, not only the, the, the game's gotten really good reviews, but also, you know, how big in scope the game seems to be. I kind of want to just put it off till maybe the holidays. Maybe it's going to be my Christmas gift to myself. But yeah, I just kind of want to put it off. It's I want to buy the game. It's just I'm, I'm kind of doing other things right now. I don't buy a bunch of games to have a backlog. I finish games as they come up. Oh, because uh, somebody was saying to me that they reason- they thought you didn't even know it was out yet. I knew it was out, but the day it came out, or the day before it came out, I, I thought it came out later in the month, and then I was like, oh, wait a minute, that game comes out tomorrow. So I knew it came out in October, I just didn't know how early in October it came out. But no, I'm, I'm waiting to play it until I get through this other stuff first. Gotcha. Alright, Yield, what have you been playing, sir? Some Rocket League for the Rocket Pass, Sh- World of Warships Legends... Working on a campaign. Uh, can't remember if it, I think last week I finished up the single player for Red Dead Redemption. You did mention that, yes. I did that. Okay, so no, I didn't play Red Dead Redemption last week. Uh, then some Ghost of Shishima, and that's kind of about it. All right, and I have been playing Marvel's Avengers, uh, Little Division Two, and that's about it. Jumping back into Division Two, huh? Get well, it's just because they have the apparel event going on, and you know, I want to make sure I get everything unlocked with that because uh, the apparel, even if I miss it, I can still get it in a and you know later in the game because they always whatever's like whatever's available in season three, which is what we're in right now, uh, becomes available as a random drop in season four. But there's one special uh, thing that you have, if you get all the apparels within this time, it's twenty nine items. Uh, you get something that doesn't unlock in the future. So, I didn't know if they would like offer them up through, through gameplay the first time, and then if you missed it, you could always buy it the next time around or something. Well, you, you can essentially buy it, because what, what happens is uh, every level you go up... Okay, it, it, it's, it's a little confusing, but it's very simple at the same time. Every level you go up, you have a, an opportunity to get an apparel cache. Uh, apparel cash key so you unlock uh, something that is random so you could have it or you could not have it if you didn't have it now you have it if you don't have it they give you what's called textiles and then every item that's in the store that's available to purchase has a real world price that you could use real money for or you have a textiles uh, price and then once you accrue enough textiles you could just unlock that item. So, yes, they are up for purchase, but through gameplay and, you know, time spent, you could unlock everything for free. Uh, but with the apparel caches, which for the event that's going on right now, you only get a key every four levels. You have to gain 29 times four, which is 100, 136 levels, I think it is. Am I doing my math right? I usually stay as far away from math as possible. Alexa, what's 29 times 4? 116. So you have to gain 116 levels to uh, get all the apparel stuff. Uh, So that's why I've been playing. This portion of the show is brought to you by Amazon. If you could and would, please stop by Proving Gamer first and click on any Amazon link and continue with your shopping. It doesn't cost you anything extra and helps out the site pay the bills. 
All right, so our first topic is PlayStation 4 firmware update 8.0 changes party and messages feature adds free avatars for PlayStation 4 exclusive. This ad- article is coming from IGN and is written by Adam Bankhurst. October 14th, which is four days as uh, four days ago as of this recording, Sony's released the PlayStation 4 latest update 8.0, and it brings with the changes to existing party and messages features, new avatars, updated parental controls, and more. Once the new system update is downloaded, party and messages will be more closely linked together. Both apps will now use the groups of players for party voice chats and messages exchanges instead of having them live in two separate apps. Players will also be able to start a party chat or send a message to a group they've already been part of. This will also be the case for the PlayStation 5 when it launches. For those who love to give their profile a little bit more personality, Sony will be adding more preset avatars from games of Bloodborne, Journey, Ghost of Tsushima, God of War, The Last of Us Part 2, and The Last of Us Remastered, Uncharted 4, and many more. There are other quality-of-life features being added with version 8.0, including the ability to mute all microphones in the quick menu. Uh, Yield likes that feature. No, I just need to mute one. (laughs) It has two-step verification system that will support third-party authenticator apps and simplified and more flexible parental controls to speak more about the parental controls you guys can uh go do all that uh because i'm you know that's not going to apply to everybody here but if you're interested in the parental controls for your children they're there all right so that is the basic changes with 8.0 but we do have a other topic with this is because uh in the firmware update notes uh there was a message by Sony that says they are now allowed to record your voice conversation, uh, which a lot of people flipped out about because, you know, they felt like Big Brother was listening into their conversations. Well, and they are. They also said that it's more easily for people to uh, report them for inappropriate contact, code of conduct uh, violations and all that stuff. Sony has now updated. uh their statement, uh, and this is coming from IGN as well, uh, written by Jordan Ullman. Uh Due to the player's concerns about the PlayStation possibly recording and monitoring the conversations, SIE's VP of Global Consumer Experience, Catherine Jensen, explained at length what the new recording system does and what it's meant for. Jensen explained that the rollout of 8.0 for the PlayStation 4 caused players to be notified about the potential for voice chats to be recorded because of a new function PlayStation 5 players will have access to. But Jensen definitively stated that, quote, please note this feature will not actively monitor or listen in on your conversations ever and is strictly reserved for reporting online abuse or harassment, end quote. Instead, players can submit 40 seconds of chat conversation primarily focused around around a 20 second clip for moderation reasons. Players will only have access to the, uh, the last five minutes of chat and once submitted to Sony's consumer experience team and analyzed for chat for possible action. However, as stated, the team is not actively monitoring or listening to your conversations. So that was a lot of information, gentlemen. Alex, uh, actually, Yield, we'll start with you. How do you feel about all of this? Uh, If you're worried, if you want to use it to report people, then take it off the stream. Don't take it off the network. It's just a way to listen into us. That's all that it is. And that's just fancy sideways talk of going, no, we're not listening to you, but we are. All right, but what if somebody is not streaming? What if it's, you know, we're the three of us are just playing Rocket League, not streaming, and 
you know, Alice goes, I'm sorry, Alice, I'm you under the bus, but Alice just goes off and says some racist thing. Okay, okay, well then how would they know that between the three of us? Because you can then report it, or I could report it. Well, then, that's not very good friends, then. Why, why report it? You just take care of it person to person. Well, okay, well, what if you're playing a random game with, you know, somebody and somebody's dropping some racial epitaphs at you? You just mute them. I I I I, 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 I just I don't get it. You're you're in you're inviting Big Brother in because there are options there to eliminate that, and people would just rather take more steps to solve a problem that takes less steps. But that's just me. All right, Alex. So I mean, obviously, these days privacy is a huge concern because. We put so much of ourselves and our information out there on the internet, and we get back, you know, nothing but, or a lot of it is like spam and just a bunch of, of bullshit. You know, instead of it being, you know, hey, coming through the mail system now, you're now getting flooded with a lot more through the internet. And, you know, people who, strangers who you, you don't like, well, strangers imply someone you don't know, but strangers have can find out sensitive information about you. And, you know, you've got all these big companies and people think the government is listening to us and that, you know, Amazon listens to you through your Alexa. You know, I understand that privacy is a huge concern. And as we put use the Internet more and, and we reach further out into the Internet and, you know, globalization being a huge thing, that we're opening ourselves up more. We're making ourselves um, more um, vulnerable to, you know, outside forces. So I, I definitely get people's concerns over privacy. For me, Sony listening to a conversation I have on the PlayStation Network would be like something where we, we do on a Thursday night at 7 o'clock with Rocket League when we do our streams with Homer. I don't really care all that much because nothing I say in there is, you know, it's not damning. It's nothing that I can get banned for. It's nothing that anyone's going to, you know, um, be able to, like, prosecute me for or anything like that. So I, I don't really care if, you know, if Sony... Um, can have access to audio that I, I put all over the network. Um, quite frankly, you know, some of this stuff may be happening already. It's just you necessarily don't know about it, or it's put in uh, in user licensing agreements that you just skip through and don't read. Because I'm sure companies put stuff in there all the time that says, "Hey, if you record this or you put this over recording or over our network, we now own that or we can use that um, to some degree." So for me, it's not a big of a deal because I don't think say anything super inflammatory over the network or really online. Well, and I agree with you because, I mean, most of I, I'm not going to say most of our lives, but the fact that we've done 450 episodes of this already. I mean, you one of you guys is 300. The other one's what, 350? I would be I would have the longer stead. Right. You came on around Around episode fifty, yield you came on around episode. I believe right? sixty was my first episode. I have no idea. That sounds good. Sure. I, I mean, my uh, the point I'm making is is there's hours, hundreds and hundreds of hours of us talking on the internet where we've said things. I mean, full disclosure, there's been things that all three of us have said at one point where it got edited out of a show. Donnie as well, some of our guests as well. I so. There are times where something we said we may not want to be out on the internet, and then we all know that once it's out on the internet, it's there forever. I personally don't care if you want to record us. 
I mean, look at the conspiracy theories of everybody saying that if you have one of the devices to my left, which I don't want to say the name of because it will activate, or, you know, the Google Minis or all that stuff, you know, people saying that we're being listened to all the time, either through our webcams, our TVs, our cell phones, whatever. You know, I, I, I kind of believe like we're being listened to at all times. But I mean, how, how many times, uh, Alex or Yield, have you? Well, I don't know about Yield too much because he's not on the internet so much. But how many times have you sit there and you talk to somebody about, hey, we're looking into getting to you know a, a, a new couch. And then next time you scroll on Facebook, you see ads for couches. Oh, yeah. I mean, they definitely will I believe we're being listened personally to. based on your viewing history, your search history, things you bought. I mean, think about it. Like someone well, someone's complaint about this was, well, now they can people can uh, report us more easily. Then what are you doing in a conversation with somebody that you're worried about getting reported for? Well, OK, let me respond to that a little bit, because. There are, and I'm not trying to shade at anybody, there are some people out there that are real sensitive. And you could say, I don't know, <clears throat> your mama. How dare you? And all of a sudden, right, it, it turns into like a bigger thing. And, they, and then Sony Dorothy starts getting Mantis bombarded with... Uh, it, it, gets start, it starts getting bombarded with complaints. I mean, how many times, uh, and I don't even remember the names, but how many times were you guys playing Rocket League on Thursdays on stream and somebody else on the other team had an offensive name? Oh, uh, yes. I, I mean, I've seen, like, political stuff. Um, things that aren't necessarily cursed, like cursed words or, like, vulgar or anything like that, but things that have offended me. Like, a team name right. like MAGA, Make America Great Again, or White Lives Matter, that shit pisses me off. Right, and if you were too sensitive, you could start sending reports to that, and then then you're going to have the reports of, oh, Sony is uh, limiting your free speech and all this other Well, bullshit. here's the thing. We didn't report so, them, I, or I didn't report them. I just beat their ass in Rocket League. And they had to, they had to quit because they were losing so badly. I mean, and that's good, but my point being is... You know, this this opens it up to something that we don't need to be involved with. I And technically, in the terms of service, you know, as somebody pointed out, I said the terms of service is basically just saying they've been listening to you. They just have a legal reason to do it now. There you go. That's they they I personally believe no matter what you're talking on or where you're at. I live in New York City where I walk down the street and there's a thousand cameras on me at any given time I, I i don't care about being recorded i know i'm being recorded and i don't care uh, basically if you don't act like a dick you got nothing to worry about that's the way i look at it you want to get online you want to say some hurtful things some racist things some you know whatever that's the chance you take and if you if you're that asshole then you deserve to be reported you know, that's just my personal take. I don't know if you guys want to. No, I mean, I, I agree with that. If you're worried on. about getting reported for something to Sony, then there's a real clear solution is don't be an asshole online. Like, don't don't say racist that's shit. Exactly my point. Don't say homophobic shit. Don't be just an ignorant asshole online. Pretty simple. 
And, okay. and I, I think there is Moving something on. tricky to you said. I don't think they're listening to everything that we are, you know, are saying. But I definitely think that more of our conversations are heard than we would like to think. Like more of what we say and do, whether it's we post it on Facebook or something like that, more of our online activities are monitored than we would think. And and this is at least Sony being open about it. Yeah, I mean, how many times have you heard, and I, I don't want to go into details about any particular situation, but how many times have we seen on the news, this person was caught saying this, or this person was caught doing that, and they were in behind closed doors and thought nobody else was around and thought they had the freedom, but hey, it still leaked. So. All right, Yield, I put this in for you, sir. Okay. Harmonix has confirmed Rock Band 4, all DLC, will work on next-gen consoles. Well, that means you're not making a Rock Band 5, but that's good. And that must mean the player base is still fairly active. Otherwise, they would not have done this. Uh, Rock Band, this is also coming from IGN, and the article is written by Luke Riley. Uh... Developer Harmonix has confirmed all Rock Band 4 DLC and a vast variety of Rock Band instruments will work from day one on Sony and Microsoft's next generation consoles launching next month. While Sony has clarified that the PlayStation 5 is compatible with, quote, 99% end quote of the thousands of PlayStation 4 games attested, and Microsoft has said the same thing, beyond a few one-off exceptions here or there, Rock Band 4 is a fairly unique position. It does not require a stock a pile of bespoke peripherals to play. Excuse me. Not only does it require a pile of bespoke peripherals to play, some of which date back to the PS3 and 360 days, it also supports thousands of individual pieces of DLC from a catalog of songs stretching back to 2007. A quote: "Our team has digital, <laughs> diligently testing a bunch of old year systems to make sure everything works exactly as it does today." When you break open those new crisp consoles, you should be able to connect your existing compatible peripherals and play Rock Band 4 right out of the box. All DLC currently available for download will also work on new consoles. No messy generation transition this time. It's the same DLC. The team has also discovered a pretty sizable performance increase on both consoles, especially when it came to load times. It would appear the only minor hurdle that the team found is that the PS5 defaults to the microphone available in the controller. So if you want to use a regular USB mic, you'll have to change that in your console sentence every time. So, I mean, it's great that they, they're doing all this, but it's also they had to do this for the just for their platform because, I mean, Rock Band 4 is technically a game, but it's also a much wider scope of a platform, something like Rocket League. So they had to do this in order for their game to survive because if this stuff was not compatible going to next gen, if you were not if you were not planning to make a Rock Band five, then your entire ecosystem pretty much wilts and dies. This ensures that that platform can still thrive, especially if they're going to continue. Are they still doing DLC? Are they still de- selling DLC? Yes. So they can continue that into the five generation, which means they're future proof for the next what six seven years. Yeah, the only thing well. Well, they're not future-proof because one of the biggest problems, and uh, I mean, Yield had talked about this in the uh, a PlayStation message, uh, the biggest problem we're facing Rock Band right now is the lack of instruments available. 
I mean, these instruments have been around so long that some of them are now breaking. And, like, the cheapest guitar you could find is on eBay, and people are sometimes selling them for $179 to $250 a piece. And there's no word from harmonics uh, in a very long time about when they are going to start making new instruments, because after they had that messy breakup with Mad Cats, there have been no instruments basically on the market, official instruments on the market. So if, you know, minor yields guitar breaks... We're looking at spending two hundred, you know, almost three hundred dollars for new inch, uh, new guitar. Well, I mean, like remember back in the day when it seems like everyone had guitars and drums and whatever, like out the wazoo in their garages or their crawl spaces, or their, their attics. Now it's like they're before there was a flood of them. Now it's kind of like the Sahara. It's like there's you have one if you still regularly play this game, but other than that, like you can't go out and just to a store and just buy them anymore because they kind of they were they flooded the market with them and now there's a dearth. It's like there were, there was no in between. Either there's too many or there's not enough. Yield? What? How do you feel about all this? I'm fine with it. All right, so moving into our next topic here, Marvel's Avengers DLC and next gen versions are delayed. <gasps> oh no. I didn't put this in so much to talk about Marvel's Avengers, more or less the lines of uh, they announced that the DLC they got is coming out late, which uh, was supposed to come out at the end of this month. It's now pushed to November. They've also uh, said that their decision to shift their PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X launch to the next year to ensure we give the time, the team the time to deliver the next-gen experience showcasing all that this game is meant to be. Now, I know you guys aren't jumping on next-gen uh, day one, but is it imperative that companies that are going to have next-gen versions of the game uh, have them day one for the games that are out already? Or is it okay to push it until next year? I think you can push it a little bit because, let's be honest, a lot of your player base is already going to own the game because... You know, only a fraction of the people who actually want a PS5 or an Xbox Series X are going to be able to get one on day one. So you're not going to have the install base. And a lot of people have already bought Marvel's Avengers because they're playing it now on their PS4 or their Xbox One. So I don't think it's really that vital that you have it out day one. If it like you take like The Last of Us, like The Last of Us, um, that happened toward pretty late towards the end of the life cycle of the PS2, three, didn't it? Well, yeah, The Last of Us was uh, basically the PS3 swan song, but we didn't get the remastered version, I think, for at least a year. So I, I think, especially since Marvel's Avengers is a, there's enough time between the launch of that game and the launch of the new consoles where people, enough people went ahead and bought it and are playing it now on the current consoles, and you have enough people who are waiting or can't get their hands on a 5 or uh, an X or an S until later on down the road, that you don't need to get it out right away. It's not that imperative. Because I don't think that the audience of people who are waiting to play it on next-gen is really that large of a group. And also, isn't this one of those games that's going to be able to upgrade on the next-gen consoles? That Well, that's what they're talking about, is... Uh, the Okay, let me be clear here. The PlayStation 5, on the PlayStation 5, you're going to be able to play Marvel's Avengers. 
but you're going to be playing the backwards compatible version. They're talking about pushing the PS5 and the Series X versions of the game to next year. So there's not going to be a time when you're not going to be able to play the game on your PS5. They're just saying that they're not releasing the PlayStation 5 version of the game until next year. But if you own if you own a 4 version and you're looking to upgrade to the 5 version, is that going to just be like a hey, pay this to unlock the 5 version? No, 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 because it's going to upgrade for free. So the the PlayStation 5 is coming out November 12th, I believe, right? I believe you're correct. All right. So on November 11th, I'm playing this game on the PlayStation 4. On the 12th, when I get my PS5, come home, hook it up. All I got to do is download the game, and I'm still playing with my save and everything. I'm just not going to get the PlayStation 5 version of the game until next year. That's all saying. And see, I the reason I bring this up before I ask uh, yield his opinion is if I buy the five, and I'm just saying I'm general person, not just me. If I buy the five and I go to turn and play Marvel's Avengers, and it's not you know where I want it to be, and I turn around and say, "Well, you know, I'll just wait till the PlayStation Five version comes out." By the time the version comes out, I probably moved on and don't care about this game. Anymore. Well, yeah, because you th- your theory on the new consoles is that there's going to be plenty to play on the new consoles, at least you know within the first year. So, are you going to go back and play more of Marvel's Avengers after you've already played quite a bit of it? Right, and so yield. How do you feel about this? Do you, are you okay with them? I mean, I, I know you're okay, but I'm saying, do you think it's okay for them to delay till next year? I honestly don't really have an opinion one way or another. All right, so let, let, me, let me ask you both a question that applies to both of you. Let's say, let, some, by some miracle, you both get a PlayStation 5 day one. And then Psyonix comes out and says, we're not releasing the PlayStation 5 version of Rocket League until next year. Okay. Are you guys going to be bummed out? Even no. though you can still play it on the 5, but you're playing the 4 version, are you okay with waiting until next year to get the PlayStation 5? And I'm using quotation marks with this, by the way. The PlayStation 5 version next year. Doesn't bother me a bit. And Alex, you don't care either? But you're talking about a PS5 version of Rocket League. What does that look like? Because the game doesn't really need anything done to it. No, hold, hold on. What? A PlayStation 5 version that enables you to play with other options, I, whatever options they may be, whether it be graphics, something compatible with the new DualSense controller, whatever. You, you're, If you go buy a PlayStation 5 and for some reason Rocket League doesn't have a PlayStation 5 version, you don't have to keep your PlayStation 4 hooked up. You could play Rocket League still on your PlayStation 5. You're just not playing the quote-unquote PlayStation 5 version of the game. Same thing with Horizon. Same thing with Ratchet & Clank. Same thing with Sackboy. You're going to be able to play all your PlayStation 4 games on your 5. But in certain games, there's going to be PlayStation 5 versions of the game. Whatever that may look for, whatever game we're talking about. I mean, they may have some added bells and whistles, but I can't imagine that the core gameplay is going to be any more different than I would be jonesing to play the 5 version over the 4 version. Can I still, you know, customize my car and score goals with my friends online? Oh, I can? I mean, I don't really need any more for Rocket League than that. You're either going to be able to play, let's say you get a PlayStation 5 day one, you're still going to be able to play with Yield, who's still on his PlayStation 4. Yeah, because cross-gameplay is, uh, cross-platform play is an amazing thing. 
Thanks for finally getting on board, Sony. All right. And this is a rehash of a topic we talked about, but I thought it was a little interesting because now we have a little aspect to it. We had a conversation about Assassin's Creed Valhalla in which we talked about the canon story, you know, whether to play as a male or a female and the fact, excuse me, the fact that Ubisoft was letting you choose which one you want to play as. Well, apparently Ubisoft is adding a third option into the game. Um, revealed in Chapter 2, there were actually three choices of which Evior uh, would start in the game. You could play as the female, the male, or let the Animus decide in which the Animus would randomly choose which version you were playing as throughout the game. So you're going to bounce back before between the male and female versions throughout the game. That's, well, whatever. Ken, say what you want to say. Here. That's just stupid. But that's just my <laughs> okay. opinion. You want to expand on that at all? No, one or the other. Don't bounce back and forth. What? I guess you'd have to play the game to see if it makes sense. But that just, just saying it doesn't seem like it would make sense. All right. According to the article, it says that let the animus decide is the default selection. Quote, the animus will represent the stronger female or male memory stream, depending on its current strength. End quote. Clarifying the system on Twitter, Assassin's Creed Valhalla's narrative director, Darby McDervitt, said, quote, it means let the animus decide is canon. Both players will appear at various points when you choose this option, so both are canon. I was a little disappointed. I thought you were going to tell me I could play as a wolf, finally. That would have been pretty badass. That would have been that would have been a better option. I mean, not to completely go the Twilight Princess route, but uh, I'd love to play as a wolf assassin. That'd be freaking amazing. All right. Uh, going back to the article back in July with IGN, McDermott confirmed that the players would be able to play both as the male and female versions and that players could switch at any time. Quote, you can go into the animus layer of our game. There's an option to change the memory stream to explain why would spoil a long running secret. But I will say the whole reason of why you could switch the gender back and forth fully embraces the often overlooked science fiction nature of our series. End quote. Long held secret. It's not a, a long held secret that uh, you killed off Desmond too early. If you're enjoying this, please be sure to join our PlayStation 4 communities. We have one for the site, Proven Gamer. One for the show, Trophy Whores. Remember that whores is spelled with two V's because Shuhei Yoshida won't let us say whores on the network. And when you get a shiny new platinum trophy, be sure to post it in the Platinum Guild. Yield may or may not give you a shout out in the next year or so. Trust us, it's worth it. All right, so let's go into our topic of the week. Uh, I asked you gentlemen to watch a 11 minute video. Too hard. Uh, I know partly. I'm sorry, what? That was 11 minutes of my life I'll never get back. Okay, I was going to say, I know one person's a semi-opinion, but I told him to save the show, the other person I didn't know. Alright, so Sony has revealed the PlayStation 5 user interface. Um, so, before I go into certain details of the UI, I'm just going to ask you gentlemen, what do you think? Yield, we're going to start with you, because you kind of spoke up already. Uh, it's, it's too busy. There, there, there's way too much stuff on there, in my opinion. 
Uh, I don't want to see how to do trophies or my goals I need to accomplish in the game. I just want to play the game. And then afterwards, if you want to plug that stuff in to help me out for the platinum or whatever, okay, that's cool. But as soon as I'm playing, oh, hey, here's all this. Hey, it's going to take you 10 minutes to beat this level. Man, I don't, I don't care. I'm, I'm here to play games. I'm not here to, no, it's going to take me 10 minutes to finish a level. I, I, I don't want to know. I, I don't want five windows telling me I could jump to any spot in the game. I, I don't need all that. That's just, it's, I feel they're focusing too much on being socially connected than just having an interface that works. All right, Alex. I mean, personally, I I don't understand. Like, I don't get that it's too busy. I mean, that's that's Yield's opinion. I I can I can see what he's saying, but for me, like the the ty- the cards essentially will you're in game. They give you kind of information about you know how you can or how long you have to beat this or trophies you have coming up or um, all that kind of stuff. I don't really take issue with that um, because like the the cards. I mean, the reason that like it feels kind of busy is because the cards do take up so much space. Maybe. Because they are rather large, I kind of like that though. I I feel like the interface looks pretty clean. I mean, it's it's just, it's a lot like the. It's not, I, I know a lot of people miss the cross media bar, but what the PlayStation Five versions of everything um, look like is an updated version of what's on the four, the home bar for the four, and a lot of the functionality is integrated into that bar and into the home screen for the PlayStation Five, as opposed to being a separate app like they showed off. Since Schumann showed off the PlayStation Store and how rather being a separate app, which you have to exit out of, that it's basically just integrated into the UI, which is really nice. And it kind of just shows off. I thought that was nice. Which which shows off how Sony is looking at next gen and speed and less loading and more just get in and play. So, I mean, I get why all the bells and whistles about social media and all that stuff and interconnectedness with other players. I, I understand why Yield feels that feels like that's a little bit too much and why they've gone too far with that. But that's also a huge aspect of what with Twitch and sharing stuff to Facebook and how we have Facebook groups and how we have group chats on the network. That just all feeds into that. And it's kind of something it's hard to get away from now. So, I mean, them trying to increase the connectedness on the network and on the through the PlayStation UI. Like, I, I mean, I, I feel like that's just something that we have to deal with. Um, and I feel like, like I said, the, the design of it looks really, cl- really clean. It does, you know, it's not super cluttered. You have the one bar of all the boxes. Either way, even with the cards in game, you've got the one bar. So even if they're larger, like it's not like you've got icons and shit going on everywhere. So I mean, I like it. I think it looks fine. Although I've never really had a problem with the UI on any of the PlayStation consoles. For me, it's always easy to find stuff, and it's always like grouped very nicely. So I know that people have their favorites, cross-media bar, people wish they had that back, but I, I've never really had an issue with the UI on the 3, the 4, or the 5. And to, to Yield's thing about it feeling too busy, I, I know I've commented a little bit here and there, but I think the part of the problem with that is, is that these machines are capable of so much now, and they have so much functionality, that Sony and Microsoft have to find a way to represent that on the home screens and within the games. Which is why maybe it feels cluttered to you. I. Kind of like I'm in agreement with both of you. I'm kind of in the middle. What what the features that I liked that you guys didn't mention, and that's the reason why I let you guys go first, because I wanted to talk about the features you guys didn't mention. One thing I did like was the picture in picture. Uh, in this case, uh, in the UI, uh, 
Sid Schumann was playing uh, Sackboy Adventure and his friend that he was in a voice chat with started sharing a screen and you were able to watch them playing Uncharted Lost Legacy. Well, I mean, here's here's the thing. Like, I, you know, I enjoy chatting with people. I enjoy chatting with you guys, even if we're not playing the same game. You know, it's a great tool for Rocket League and setting up, you know, our games and, and, and great for teamwork. But I don't, you know, it's, it's fun also to talk to you guys while you're playing a game, even if we have those, like, long silences where we're both concentrating on what we're playing. But I don't want, like, your game or your screen taking up a chunk of my screen. Like, I want to focus on my game and, you know, we can chat, but I, I don't need to know what you're playing or exact what section or chapter of Uncharted that you're in. Like, I just don't care. Well, okay. Okay, I'm I'm agreeing with it's you. It's almost like, hey, here's that is Twitch a... through, the Play, like, uh, through the PlayStation Network. Okay, I'm with you, but this is why I say it's a good thing. Or it could be a good thing. You guys rag on me all the time because I can't get the the Platinum in Ratchet and Clank. I wouldn't say all the time, but quite a bit. Only when it's brought up. If if I had the, the, the option to let you guys see what I'm playing with no delay, and you can say, okay, Tricky, this is where you're fucking up, this is why you're messing up the race, and be able to talk back in in real time saying, okay, cut this corner a little quicker or make this jump this way, that's where that feature is good. Because if and also if me and, uh, me and Yield are playing, say, Division 2, I can quickly look down and see where he is to note without having to turn my camera to see exactly where he was. I can just look down and see, okay, that's where his character is. Now I know where to go save him. That's good for people that play Call of Duty and stuff like that. But the downside is, and as Alex pointed out, is there's a chunk of my screen that's now missing because I have your video up on well, my screen. At the same time, like, it's a small screen, so, I mean, one, is it is it really benefiting anybody? Because, yeah, it's kind of cool functionality, but then you're taking a chunk of your screen away. You're taking your um, awareness away from your screen. But also, can you really see that well, the other person's screen, to actually help them legitimately in whatever they're struggling with? I mean, I guess that would really come down to how big of a TV you have. I mean, if you have a little 27-inch monitor, probably not. But if I have, like me, I have a 65-inch in my living room. IMAX screen. Um, so, yeah, I would say that, yeah, that, that small screen would be bigger on my screen. So, I mean, it it really all depends. I mean, I I do like that. The other, fa- the, the other thing that I liked, and I don't know if you guys noticed... Um, there's now trophy tracking, so you can be able to see how many, you know, like, uh, I, we brought it up on Rocket League Thursdays, uh, when Alex was going after the, let me get this right, 100,000 kills in Helldivers. Yes, miserable. Uh, miserable now trophy. he can, act, now he can actually track to see how many kills he has left. Well, I'm pretty sure that there was a screen within the game that told me all the stats. Well, I okay, well, Helldivers may have had that, but my point being is you know, if you were doing the kills in Uncharted and you had to get, you know, a certain number of kills with this weapon, now you know exactly how many more kills you have to get. So, that, those are two features I liked. I mean, I get that they're um, trying to get people to stay more within the, the ecosystem of the PlayStation and, and kind of less go out uh, for help less, because obviously they do have the in-game tips not for every game, because Sony said that, you know, in, in some games, you'll be able to look stuff like a video guide, like right there, right on, on the PlayStation Network. 
I'm assuming that it's going to be a requirement of all first-party studios to do that, whereas everybody else, it's, like, up to you. Yeah, so, I mean, those are the two features I liked. I also, uh, Yield, I like the trophy, uh, or not the, the little walkthrough saying, hey, this is where the robes were. I like that, because if you get stuck, you don't have to go get up, go to your computer, Google it. It's boom, it's right there. It's like, okay, now I know where I need to go. I don't hate it as an option, but they made it seem like it's all it, it, it's it's always there. I I, I don't want to know about all this stuff. I just want to play and enjoy the game. Well, all right, just I I don't know this, but just let me ask you this: What if that only pops up after say three times you dying? Then it pops up and says, "Hey, do you want help?" Uh, if it's not there from the start. You're okay with it? Yeah, probably. But the way they made it seem like was it was right there on the side of the screen. Well, I mean that that UI yes, or the the cards are going to be kind of in the pause menu, or you got to press the PlayStation button to bring those up. I don't assume that those are going to be overlaid your screen the entire time. No, but what what if you get up to, to you pause your game because you got to have to use the bathroom or you want to go get something to drink, and then you come back to your screen and it's like, voila! Oh shit! Well, that that kind of just spoiled what I'm about to do. Yeah. So I, I get Yield's point. I, I I like the fact for for someone like us, for people like us that go for platinums, that trophy hunt. When you're trying to platinum out a game, I like to that is a nice feature where you can sit there and you can click on this video and this video will show you how to complete an objective or a trophy without spoiling anything. You don't have to go hunt it down on the internet because sometimes it'd be hard to find a video. I liked that feature, but the fact that it just seemed like it's it's automatically there. Like like you said, like if I paused it or I hit my PlayStation button, boom, there's a card, there's all the info. Well, I haven't even beat the level or the game yet. I don't want any of that stuff. I, I I'm not done with the game. I'm not punch as I call punch listing the trophy list. So that's only my concern. Of course, this was a show and tell, but I, I that's how and I base my feel off of. This is not the final design. They did say that. So, and and as a sub note, I haven't realized I didn't like the four interface when it started. So, but it grew on you. Well, you just get used to it because you have to use it. I still don't like the fact that I've got ten games lined up across my header, but. I, I, I can't so, personally like change it. You would it, prefer so. something like the the exit cross media bar, where all of your games for a certain system were in a folder. Yes, I like I like that far better. I could click a folder, and then all my games popped up. Well, you you do know you can put your games in folders on the PS4, right? but there's still a a I guess you will call it a card, and it's got all kind of a, several games all lined up in there, so it still makes it cluttered. I just, I don't know. I, I, I am an XMB guy. I like that that interface. All right. Uh, it's also worth noting that as we're talking about the cards, the, you know, the videos and stuff like that, that's all a PlayStation Plus perk. Um, so they, they did say that this is readily available to people that have PlayStation Plus, which would assume that if you don't have Plus for some reason, 
you're not going to have access to these videos. Oh, dear golly. You'll actually have to use a computer or your phone. Uh, Yield me the smart answer. Oh, I absolutely am. Uh, So, there you go. Don't worry, PlayStationTrophies.org. I will not forsake thee. You know, one of the things that I thought of when I was watching this presentation was, especially, it looked like that you could kind of, like, quit out of a game and um, go back to that game later, kind of like what the Switch does, because you can uh, go back to the home screen of the Switch mid-game and then put your your console into sleep, and then later, hours later, you can come back, or a day later, you can come back, and you're still where you were in the game. Did anyone else get the impression that Sony was trying to kind of do that with the 5? Yeah, I did kind of notice that you could jump right back into a paused game. So, I mean, I guess, well, I didn't even think about that, Tricky. So if you put your PS4 into rest mode while you're still playing a game, you can come back to it later? Yeah, I mean, right right now, like, I was playing uh, Avengers before we started. Uh, instead of, you know, going on my controller and going to rest mode, I just held down the power button on my my PlayStation and it put it into rest mode. When I turn my PlayStation on later, it's going to, as soon as it loads up, I'm going to be right back into the game. I don't have to go through, you know, the the home screen. It goes straight back into the game. Okay, because I, 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 I always... If I'm going to stop playing for a bit, I never put my PS4 in rest mode. I always just X out of the game and upload my save data to the cloud and then turn it off. That's what I do. Well, see, see, I, I put mine in rest mode because with PlayStation Plus, it automatically uploads your saves and downloads all the stuff. That's why. Yeah, I'm uh, a little paranoid system, about I, that I because what happens mode. if your save file gets messed up or something and you don't want it automatically? Because then you, if you have a bort save file, then it borts your save file in the cloud. Well, that's true. I mean, you can, but each game you can individually say, "Don't upload this game." What I what I do uh, at least once a week is I take a uh, a USB drive, I stick it on my PlayStation, and I copy all my saves to that USB drive. But I also do that because I I go between other PlayStations, and some of them are not online, so I can't even get the the save from the cloud. But that's what I always do. So I always have backups. But it seems like, you know, oh, even backups. if you could do that oh, kind of there, there was kind of that functionality in the four. It seems like they're taking it even further with the five. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like that. That's one of the best features. I think the like I said, like I, I think we talked about it on 450. I like the fact that if my system is in rest mode or I'm in a game, it automatically up, uh, uploads the, or downloads the, uh, the update. There's been a couple times I've come back to, like, say, Division where the game was in rest mode, and then I go to start uh, playing again, and instead, when I load into the game, a message pops up saying, hey, you need to uh, install this update. But the update's already been downloaded. All I gotta do is install it. So in your case, if you if you ran into that, it might be five, ten minutes before you get back in the game. Me, it's like a minute because it's already downloaded. I just install it and I'm right back in the game. So that's... I And if they do that on the five... I'm all for it because I love that option. Think we're done with this? The guy just came up behind me and scared the crap out of me. We are proud supporters of Extra Life. Extra Life is a charity organization to raise money for the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. You can make a team, join a team, or play by yourself for your local hospital. Every year, we do a 24-hour, sometimes 25-hour, marathon to raise money. This year, it's November 7th. 
Be sure to stop by extra-life.org to check out how you can join and help out. If you want to join our team, just look for the Proven Gamer team when registering. Even if you join a team, you will personally will still be raising money for the hospital you choose. If you would like to donate to us, go to tinyurl.com backslash provengamer2020 and you can search for our team members there to donate to their page. Play games, heal kids. All right, because I was a little out of practice, I have a couple actually more uh, ads that I know we would play, but instead of that, I'm just going to have uh, us talk about them real quick as we close out the show. Because I forgot to do listener uh, questions and emails. They'll be posted in the Facebook group. Oh, yeah. All right. So, normally I would play an ad for Twitch, but I'm going to let you tell you about Twitch, because uh, you guys do Rocket League Thursdays every Thursday. Tell us about it. We play Rocket League Thursday every Thursdays, and you can see it on Twitch around 7-ish. There. Done. What? What's what's the web page? I couldn't even begin to tell you. I just click a button on my PlayStation and it starts recording. Uh, Dad Tricky set that up for us because we don't know as much about technology as he does. Yeah. Okay, but where could they watch you play is my question. Well, pro- either on their TV screen, their computer, or their phone. You know, Yield, one of these days, I'm going to hop a plane. I want to come out there and I'm gonna smack the shit out of you. He's going to hop on that plane. He is going to get off that plane somewhere in middle America. He's going to take that backhand. He's going to shine it up real nice. And he's going to shove it up. Use your imaginations. Twitch.tv backslash Proving Gamer. All right. Uh, Don't hate me because I'm awesome. No, I hate you because you intentionally troll me just to piss me off, and I let it work happen every time. Uh-huh. But I guess you're just getting payback. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, for, for that, that's another element of, of Rocket League Thursdays. When, when Tricky and Neil get together, if it's not, if it's, it's, if it's a night where it's a little more difficult in the win column, it's, uh... It's animated? Very animated. There's a lot of heat. Me, 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 and Yield hashed out our differences. We did. I, he he knows I love him, and I know he loves me. I am. But we this this last Thursday, we were just uh, we were focused on two different goals, and they clashed. They did. So now I know what I'm going to do when he's not clashing with my goal. He's just going to get the mute button all night. And, and, and hey, on the PS5, it's going to be much easier for you to do that. That's what it sounds like. Be sure to follow us on all of our socials. Just look for Proving Gamer on Twitter and Facebook. Be sure to also join the Trophy Horse Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash TW podcast. You can ask us a bunch of questions and comment on whatever you want just about this show. You can also send us an email at trophyhorse at provengamer.com or call us at 330-PROVEN-9. That's 330-776-8369. You can watch our videos on YouTube by doing a search for Official Proven Gamer. You can also catch us streaming at twitch.tv slash provengamer. And you can catch Tricky streaming for Extra Life every Sunday night from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash extra life for kids. That's extra life, the number four, kids. Remember, it's the number four, not the word. Okay, I'm not streaming for Extra Life anymore. They changed their policies. I was wondering if you were still, I wonder if you were still doing that. Well, 
it's not like I didn't get fired or do anything wrong. I did. They just uh, changed up the structure of how people stream. So, and I just didn't reapply for the new structure yet. But I will be back. And just there's not gonna be like set times when I'm on there. All right. Let's close the show out with some shout-outs. Alex, let's let you go first, sir. I was about to say, let's clean this shit up, but I guess I don't get the opportunity to do that anymore. Well, I did for six for 450, 650, because we did actual uh, housekeeping on that. Yeah, so I, I, you know what? Just hold it in, prepare, practice, and you'll do it on episode 500. It's a long time to wait, but I think I can do it. So uh, give a shout-out to the listeners, the fans, the fuel to the... the the fuel to the fire that we call Trophy Horse. Thank you all for supporting us all the way through 450 episodes and joining us here this week on 451. As we say, you guys are really the driving force behind Trophy Horse or really any podcast. Uh, you guys are the power. So thank you very much for your continued support of the show. It means the world to us because we wouldn't be doing this without you guys. Give a shout out to Tricky and to Yield for sharing a, a, a brisk fall evening with me here on this Sunday. And uh, give a shout out to my awesome loving girlfriend, Ashley, as we are preparing more and more for Halloween, put out some decorations today in the yard, going to finalize some costumes and just have a real, real nice holiday, a real banner Halloween in 2020. So coronavirus won't stop us from celebrating the best holiday. All right, Yield, before I let you do your shout outs, uh, Alice, I just want to give you an update. Apparently, Ashley is listening to you do the show uh, now. Because she posted on Facebook about an hour ago, listening to Alex explain how he doesn't buy new video games until he finishes the one he's playing so he doesn't have a backlog. And I look around at my several stacks of unread books while I download yet another Kindle book on my Kindle because it's on sale today. Well, she can listen because a lot of times she's in the room with me while I record so she can hear the conversation. Or maybe I'm just yelling loud enough where she can hear me in the loft, which is just outside the bedroom. But it's kind of like it's just... It's not just the way that I operate with video games. Like, it, when I eat food, I eat food one by one. So I'll save the most desirable... Th- I almost said the most best. The most desirable thing for last. And I'll just eat food categories one by one. Until I... Because I, I don't, like, mix eat. Unless it's, like, a soup or something. I don't mix eat. So if I have, like, broccoli and potatoes and beef, I'll maybe eat the broccoli all first. And then I'll go to potatoes and eat those all first. And then I'll go eat the beef last. Last. So if you got a burger and fries, you're eating all the fries first before you eat the burger? Actually, fries are the one thing. They're an exception because I will I will space that out. Like if I get like chicken tenders and fries somewhere because I don't care how old I am, chicken tenders and fries always sound good. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely uh, disperse it a little more and I'll eat the fries a little bit more here and there, kind of hunting and pecking. But I will like save most of that. I will save basically most of the chicken tenders for later, and I eat most of the fries first. See, I, I, I'm weird, because I just put my fries on my burger. I mean, I get that you want... Potato chips are a little bit better for that, because you get the texture difference with, with the... Hell, It's still potatoes. It's salty potatoes. Potato chips on a burger? Or on a sandwich, you get the crunch of the potato chips. <laughs> I don't know if you heard it, but the goddess from the other room went, ew. French fries on a, it's still, I'm assuming the French fries you get are, well, they can be either soggy or crunchy, but that's a Primani sandwich, right? That's a big thing up in New York. Yeah. Yes. So it's still potatoes. It's all potatoes, but you get the crunch of the potato chips with the softness of the burger. Yeah, I I used to do that as a kid. 
It's just or potato any chips, some burger, any sandwich. sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But if you're going to sit there and say you put fries on your burger, which is fine, don't sit here and throw shade at somebody for putting potato chips on their sandwich. Must be a Midwest thing, Alex. No, what I'm talking about is, okay, as far as fast food goes, like traditional fast food, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, the only time I do that is with McDonald's fries on a double quarter pounder with cheese. But when I'm talking about putting fries on a burger, I'm talking about like going to the diner, getting a nice burger, and putting steak fries on it. See, I don't know. See, I like to I like to eat my fries separate, especially curly fries. Like, I love curly fries. Arby's curly fries. So I enjoy eating fries separately because oh, I actually like the taste of fries. Yeah, don't bring up Arby's. It's a sore spot for me. Uh, Ar- oh, that's right, because there's only one Arby's in the tri-state area. Uh, we finally got a Rallies up here, or slash Checkers. Uh, we finally got a Chick-fil-A up here. Uh, we the we have a Popeyes, but the store that was uh, where the Arby's was was going to be half Popeyes, half Arby's, and that fell through. Uh, so yeah, I, I for my time living in Virginia, I, I miss a lot of things, and I'm glad we got Chick Fil A up here. But uh, we're, we're supposed to be doing uh, shout-outs. Uh, well, Chick Fil A is even the best chicken. There's far better chicken. Oh, you like know what? Cane, you shut your fucking whore mouth. Chick-fil-A is the know. best freaking pretty... chicken sandwich on the yeah, planet. I don't, so. I, I, don't, I don't shop at Chick-fil-A for obvious reasons. Uh, and, and, until I, I have something else, I have to agree with Tricky on this one. No, Raisin, Raisin Listen, Cane's There was a big chicken. debate. There, there was a big debate no on whether or not the Popeye's here. chicken sandwich was better than Chick-fil-A. I've had them both, and hands down, Chick-fil-A mops the floor with Popeye's. Yield your shout-out, sir. Uh, shout-out to all the listeners out there for interacting, downloading with us, downloading, interacting with us, download, yeah, whatever. Uh, shout-out to Tricky and Alex for recording. Shout-out to Rocket League Thursdays. And, uh, yeah, peace out, folks. I want to give a shout-out to the goddess uh, who supports me on my Chick-fil-A endeavors. Uh, shout-out to Sweet Mama D, who's currently trying to get another crown in season two of Fall Guys before I can get my first one well, She's ever. already at three, so I'm sure she can do it. Yeah, well, she, uh, she doesn't under- today was her first day playing the new season, and she's not liking the challenges that she's facing. Uh, she's very expressive about that. Oh, Shout yeah, out she, to the listeners, thank you very much. Us uh, for the video games that we play and how bad we suck. Guess who sucks now? You know what? I'm going to play that, ba- that part back for her. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, shout out to the listeners. Thank you very much. Uh, you are, like Alex pointed out, you are the reason we made 450 episodes, and you are going to be the reason why we do 450 more. Unless we all die before then. Until next week. <laughs> Until next week. Happy Trophy Hunt. Later. Bye. Save your last words and this. She sounds much better than I do.
the theme song is Venus by the band Even off their album Zenith. Permission granted by the band and 12 Stone Records. You can find them on Facebook by going to www.facebook.com slash evenphilippines. 